0: Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your peace that is within us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the Holy Spirit, who is indeed our teaching, our guide. Thank you. for Loving us so dearly, we love with all our hearts. We appreciate you. Thank you, Holy Spirit God, that indeed You are our leader and our guide. You are in charge of this session. Take charge and take control of our hearts and our minds, our thoughts, and everything that we say by the Spirit of God. Every word that we shall utter, Father God, it will find its rightful place in the hearts and minds of people. Thank you, Lord, for those who are the recipient, Father God. They shall be able to mix this word with faith and bring forth the results they desire to see. Thank you, Father God, that the Holy Spirit is indeed here to convict and convince us, Father God, that we're able to think and do that which is right. Decisions that will make, Father God, be consistent with your word, with your will and your purpose for us. Indeed, we shall receive that one Rimaway that will bring about a change. In our lives, that will bring about an improvement that will enable us to make such important decisions concerning our plans, our lives, our ministries, our families, our businesses, and our jobs. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for the privilege you've given us to serve in the house of God. It is indeed a privilege serving in the house of God. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen i'll share with you this uh this session a message titled standing in the gap what is it god is expecting from us in these um, trying times what is it that god wants us to do at this time I do hope and believe that um, the Holy Spirit will minister to you so that um, you take a resolve, make a conscious decision to say these are the steps that I'm going to take, these are changes that I'm going to make, these are things that I am going to do with the purpose to have others to stand in that gap, be able to pray prayers that will bring about such a change in the lives of those around you, or be the one reason that God is doing the things that he is doing in the lives of people i spoke to you about servanthood in this past sunday and um, how important it is for us to serve god loyally so more than anything i believe that god wants a friendship from us he he wants us to commit uh, our hearts he wants us to be able to um, Help others in this time of need, and um, serve not because we we need anything from God, but because it is the right thing to do. So, being a servant leader, servant living, ought to be a lifestyle of every Christian, so that we can be able to fulfill our responsibilities, and that is what I believe will bring about. A lasting change, a real change when people do things not for selfish reasons or motives, but because they genuinely want to help and if we can we can inculcate such a habit, I believe it will make a difference in the in the uh society we live in the recent developments over the past few months and by developments i'm not only talking about just the pandemic i have pandemic is just but one of them i'm talking about the disasters i'm talking about hardships challenges failures failures of religion i mean times people want to be very quick to argue that you know um we can just um put christianity with every other religion and things like those but you know in the end when um, um those who are entrusted with certain responsibilities um, fail the religion it is us who are failing you ask yourself what will make people to be so desperate that they are willing to do anything they become so vulnerable to can believe anything. It is simply because maybe we are not doing what we are meant to be doing. They, you know, oftentimes you hear that if you thrive, when good people are not doing anything, Perhaps that is one of the reasons why there's so much um, evil, why so many things are going wrong, because good people have become spectators. Those who are meant to be upholding you know, um, certain principles and, and belief systems and, and, and value systems, they, they don't seem to be doing what they're doing. So when we speak about failures, perhaps from religions, governments, that are failing their people, our leadership, there are good people out there who have all the qualities of being good leaders who are ready and willing to serve, but somehow they are failing, perhaps because um, they surround themselves with um, the wrong people, perhaps because they are not trusting God in helping them to make decisions that will help us uh, make progress as a nation. There's failures in every sphere, our economies failing, our systems, um, you know so many things that seems just to um, be going wrong at the same time, and that is not helping the situation we find ourselves in. It's good enough when there is already um, a challenge. But when everything else doesn't seem to be going right cause for us to, perhaps it gives us an opportunity to introspect, examine our thoughts, our plans, our our desires and and our motives. It is an opportunity for us to introspect and self-reflect. We need to search our souls and ask ourselves some difficult questions. We need to be able to really ask ourselves are we still in the faith we need to reflect on our belief systems our prayers our resolve and our attitudes and some of the decisions that we are making our priorities will definitely not remain the same if we give ourselves such an opportunity to be able to introspect and um reflect and um, um, on the things that are happening around us today. So I just really want you to um, take this opportunity to, uh, in your own quiet time, ask yourself, am I still in the faith? How much have I improved? Where do I stand with God? Where is my relationship with God at this stage? We must always guard against falsehood and misinformation. The situation might be difficult enough as it is, but what you don't need is people spreading false information and misleading people. That will exacerbate the problem, make things difficult, even where we had an opportunity to be able to deal with the issues at hand. But because everybody is speaking for themselves and perhaps with their own selfish motives or reasons, whatever is um, driving them, now we end up not taking advantage of that opportunity. So we really need to guard against that. And um, I always advise that sometimes you may do yourself a great favor by just not believing everything you hear or reading too much information that may end up creating such a uh, confusion. And um, in the end, there's more frustration than us finding a solutions solutions to the immediate challenges. We need to guard against such people who pretend that they have the interests of our people at heart. Meantime, they are saying or doing the things that they are are doing for their own selfish reasons, for their own ulterior motives. It is so very um, sad when people are made to believe on things that in In reality, they may not have the very people that it is, um, is said that you know it is supposed to, um, to, to have them. We need to guard against false prophets. there are many of those who have gone out there into the world. I pray that God will expose them all, especially during this time. It is very sad when you hear. Everybody just, you know, um, pretending to have um, heard from God, even when God didn't say anything, because they want to take advantage of people who may be vulnerable or those who are desperate. And in such time of desperation and confusion, people are vulnerable. They will believe anything that sounds true having said that let me read you ezekiel 22 from verse 28. i just posed this to our group saying that perhaps you need to read the entire chapter from the beginning there's so much that resonates with what is happening around us today read it with an open mind don't allow yourself to be misled or be influence that easily it will help you because i believe Mm -hmm. there is so much that when you look at it really speaks to some of the things if not everything that we are seeing and uh, therein also lies the answers of some of the questions that we may be asking ourselves or perhaps let me start from verse number 23 again the word of the Lord came to me son of man say to the land you are a land that has not cleansed or rained on in the day of wrath it says you are a land that has not been cleansed or rained on in the day of wrath. There is a conspiracy of princes within her like a roaring lion tearing his prey. You've heard as many conspiracy theories coming from every angle, medical professions, professionals, doctors, pastors, prophets themselves. There's so much conspiracy that is going on, even at this time. They devour people, take treasures, and precious things, and many widows within her. We are seeing that happening even today. We are a nation that is bleeding its people to death because of ignorance of men and people who have agendas, who are bent to benefit out of people's sufferings and the pain that people are going through. They don't really care. They also, they're only concerned about taking the treasures, monies from people. Priests do violence to my law and profane my holy things. They do not distinguish between the holy and the common they teach that there is no difference between the unclean and the clean you hear that all the time and they shut their eyes to the keeping of my servants so that i'm am profane among them Her officials within her are like wolves tearing their prey they shed blood and kill people to make unjust gain people are dying but there are those who are gaining And that is what is very sad. It gets even worse. He says in verse 28, her prophets whitewash these deeds for them by false visions and by lying divinations. Instead of standing up and be saying what God has really said, the Bible says they whitewash these deeds seem to be condoning them by false visions and lying divinations so this is is not new it is all in the in the bible these are things that we are witnessing today they say this is what the sovereign lord says when the lord has not spoken that is why as a christian you need to be able to discern have that spirit of discernment be able to discern the spirit of life from the spirit of truth not allow yourself to be tossed to and fro by every form of doctrine or anything and everything that is being said Look, look, this, this, this is uh, what he's saying here that they, they are bold enough to stand up and say, God said. Meantime, the Lord has not said anything. But if you're gullible, if you are not careful, you'll be misled, And that is what is very sad. I just like to encourage everyone of of you to seek god more than anything be able to search the scriptures for yourself ask god to give you an understanding heart to open up your spiritual eyes and ears that you are able to hear that which is from God and any lie that is from the pit of hell, you can hear and be able to reject it with contempt and save your soul. It is very important for you because if one is not careful, you end up believing and worshipping a man than God and there is always a danger when we put men ahead of god save god not a man follow christ and not a man don't allow yourself to be abused and be used or be misused be mistreated or taken advantage of by anybody who is claiming to speak in the name of god the people of the land the bible says They practice extortion and commit robbery. People are being robbed every day. People want to be paid bribes for them to do what they're supposed to do. It says here, it it is almost as though it's a norm. They practice extortion and they commit robbery. They oppress the poor and the needy and mistreat the foreigner and deny them justice. And that is what we're seeing happening. Maybe the day that we will stop oppressing the poor, there will be a real change. Too many of our people are oppressed. The needy and the The foreigners are being mistreated and being denied justice in some instances. Then he says in verse number 30, I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But sadly, he says, I found none then in verse number 31 he says so i'll pour out my wrath on them and consume them with my fiery anger bringing down on their own heads all they have done declares the sovereign lord through this we live in a society where there is there is still so much inequality and racial divide. Our people are being oppressed left, right, and center. And God is not pleased with what is happening in the land, even today. He's not pleased when there is so much disharmony and strife especially among his children. And what I believe will bring an end to the pandemic and every other form of disasters that we're facing quick enough is if we speak with one mind and with one voice, we seek God and pray to God, glorify God more than ever before. There shouldn't be so much hatred and evil among us. My plea will be to use this opportunity to come closer together, to forge unity and bridge that gap between ourselves. As humankind parents one needs to you know you need to ask yourself also these questions what what sacrifices are you willing to make as a person what is it that you change what would you do differently how's your life going to change your prayer life your spiritual life what are the things that you believe when you start doing there will be a real change you know the sad thing sometimes is it many times you hear people say oh we must pray but still not everybody is praying but they know that they must pray. They they are expecting that somebody is praying for them. Yet they are the ones who are who are going to be um, um uh, you know to to, to to enjoy the benefits of the prayers. It, you know, it 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 doesn't it, it's not a it's, it's not a it's not a good habit all pray for us, men ought to pray always and you can imagine if we all praying how much impact we'll make if we all of the same mind if we all standing together in unity with, with one mind one purpose and and one objective. And there's um, there's an understanding that the only way we can attain our victory is if we stand in unity and we are able to pray to this God who He is when we pray. It is only the word of God that will sustain us and I pray that God will give you such endurance and encouragement during this time so that you can be able to see yourself being, um, 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 you know, in a position where you can, you can, you, you're able to say, you're able to save God the way that you would want to save God. And I always believe that we we always have such an opportunity to change something in our lives. Oftentimes, we be confronted with uh, an opportunity to make decisions, and we need to choose right. So, your knowledge of Christ, if anything, at this time, it must increase. Your knowledge of the Word of God you you need to you need to seek such be able to say, you know, I need I need to. I need to grow i need to grow in understanding i need to make progress i need i need i need i need to see a change i need i need to know god better i need to i need to hear god i need to create that enabling environment around my son so that i can be able to have such fellowship and even in this difficult time continue enjoying the fellowship that you have with christ i would say it's truly our fellowship is with the father and with the son jesus christ this difficulty or this um, um pandemic you know, it's not meant to, um, you know, um, remove that fellowship that you have with God. If anything, you want to believe God more than ever before. I, I believe there's an opportunity to grow in um, uh, the relationship that you have with God. Any relationship ought to grow. Any relationship. It, it, it requires your effort, your own conviction to grow such a relationship yourself and that is where sometimes the the problem is that many a times we all know that um, we we do have a relationship with God but um, you know um, there there is no fellowship that we we are um, um you know um, um having with him and um um, things tend to, um, to to go wrong in as much as we believe that um, we are, you know, um, 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 having such a, a relationship. So it's very important to examine that and be able to see this is where I stand with him. And this is what I'm willing and ready to do. To be able to improve the relationship that I have with him. Ephesians chapter number four, verses one to six. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humbled and gentle be patient bearing with one another in love bearing with one another in love that is what will happen that is what will give us hope and uh, bring about a lasting change in verse number three he says make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace then he says there's one body and one spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. We need to allow ourselves to be disciplined enough so that or allow ourselves to 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 be corrected. Discipline produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Discipline. It produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So it is not meant to be a punishment, but a way to correct and improve and bring forth such excellent results Hebrews 12 from 12 to 13 he says therefore strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees make level parts for your feet so that the lame may not be Disabled, but rather healed. So you need to use the opportunity you have to be able to help those who are suffering, who are in need, who are weak that you can uh, be able to strengthen them and have them so that what is lame may not be dislocated they were already and perhaps this is where one of where where a a challenge is um with what is happening you know there are people who were on the brink of you know some of them giving up on life Losing hope, they've lost their faith. They stop believing on anything. Now, when uh, when disaster strikes, they just fall flat, and maybe things now are at a point of no return. And that is where we need to be, as Christians, be very quick to use the word of God that we have, the opportunity that is given us to be able to encourage one another, to be able to give somebody hope, pray for the person that um, those who are in need, who who are suffering, so that um, they don't necessarily give up on life, they are still able to see the light, they come out of darkness into his marvelous life give them hope be able to mend their broken hearts have them have them believe in themselves again and um, keep their hopes alive at this time I'm 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 believing that um, with everything that we have been through, your faith must be provoked must be tested it must be proven it must be you know you need to get to a point where you are able to use um take advantage of the faith that you have and um, use it in such a manner that it will bring it will bring about the results that you desire to see you must be able to sustain your hope with the word of god you want to continue doing things that will help you to to keep your hope alive don't don't lose hope keep believing god look forward to a better tomorrow. Look forward to something good. Be able to sustain that hope with the God, with the word of God. In Second Corinthians, chapter number one, verse twenty, he says, "See, no matter how many promises God has made, they they are yes in Christ, and so through Him the Amen is spoken by us." to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, he says, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. That is what you need to understand and continue believing more than ever before. Your love for Christ must increase. You need to make it your personal responsibility that you are able to, at any given opportunity, demonstrate His character, the very character and nature of God. Let people see Christ through your own eyes, and that says that there must be things that you're doing that will say that there is such love among these people, because that is what will make a difference. You know, somebody who may be suffering, if they just hear that God loves them, or you just happen to be the person who says to this, uh, to this person that God loves you, Jesus loves you, and you're able to share your testimonies with them, And what the lord has done for you they are able to begin to change their thinking in their mindset and understand um certain things that they may not ordinarily understand but that will only be possible if you take it upon yourself to be able to share such Love, the love of Christ that is shared abroad in our hearts. We need to be able to freely express it to those who come in contact. Sometimes, you know, when you hear that I I, I always say this it, you know, preaching the gospel through ways is, is one thing, but when you're acting it, it makes even bigger an impact. The ministry of Jesus Christ was very, you know, um, uh, exemplary in, 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 in works and in deeds. He, he, he was able to, you know, he, he, he didn't even have to, to, to go around, you know, asking people to, uh, to follow him. But at any given time, there were masses of people multitudes of people because he was able to demonstrate the power of God at work. No wonder the Bible says that God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went about doing all that which was good and healing all those who were sick and oppressed of the devil because he knew that God was with him. So it is very important to be able to just give um yourself time to express such so that those who are who are um, observing or or seeing or watching they are able to receive something, they connect with it we, you don't have to you don't have to try and convict and and convince anybody to believe. But if you demonstrate it, if you're able to express, it will make a big difference in their lives. Proverbs 3, reading from verse number 3, let love and faithfulness never leave you. He says, bind them around your neck. Write them. On the tablet of your heart, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and men. That is just what I, I was illustrating, I was explaining to you. That when you do this, so, you will win favor and a good name. Anybody can do with a good name, any one of us can do with favor god just begins to favor you at every time things just begin to happen you 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 win a, 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 a favor and a good name in the sight of god and men it is my prayer that god will favor you especially so at this time that you receive such favor from both God and man. Then he says in verse 5 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, especially so during this time. You know, the, 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 the interesting thing is that suddenly everybody knows something about everything. You know, you hear people talking about vaccines. You hear people talking about, you know, um, um, uh, diseases and sicknesses. We're not all uh, experts in those things. Let's leave the work of doctors to the doctors, scientists to do their work. And that wisdom they have, God has given it to them for a reason. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Don't try and do things by your own self. You're bound to fail. Trust in him. Trust in his ability and in this grace that he has given you so that you can be able to do things the way God expects you to do them. Because they are expectations. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. It is very important that we keep this in the midst of our hearts. And um, as he said to us in John 13, 34 to 35, he says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. You ought to, you have to. It is the one It is the one thing that if we get right it will bring about a lasting change in in our lives in our homes in our families throughout our nation the world over he says by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another I say this time and again that I so much believe that this is the one thing that if we, if we get right, we'll bring about a lasting change. will bring about an end to people's suffering, to poverty, Inequalities, hatred, bitterness, malice, anger. People are not going to, there will not be any need for anybody to um, uh, desire to gain by somebody's suffering. The only reason something like that, would happen is because they 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 there is there is no love they, there is no you know um, um nothing that says i i must have such you know compassion i must feel for my fellow brother sister i must i must you know be compassionate there are many many instances in the bible when you read that, you know, the master had compassion and he was compelled to do something. Not because he he felt like, and not because, um, you know, um, he had to, but because he was compassionate. So that is the one thing that we, we need to learn and learn very fast. So we don't find ourselves striving, and uh, creating, um, you know, such disharmony and disunity among ourselves by not doing something that any one of us can do, especially so as Christians. It ought to be our nature. It ought to be who we are. We express... God's character through love. We, we, that is, the Bible says this is who God is. God is love. So any anyone who claims that he, he knows God and, and doesn't love, that person in the Bible is saying he doesn't really know God. They are not being honest with themselves. So it mustn't be difficult for any believer who truly know God to love it mustn't be difficult it mustn't be a struggle let it be something that you don't have to think you don't have to think of and try and convince yourself to do it must just be your nature why 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 would it be difficult what do you lose after all what do you what 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 do you uh, uh, lose if if anything is in your own interest because you also find yourself um, you know having so much peace that inner peace uh, uh, being uh, you know uh, at a space in a better space where you can create an enabling environment to fellowship with the Holy Spirit to hear God anytime and that opens up an opportunity for more blessings upon your life you you create that environment you want to just uh, you know um, be on the ready at any given time so that you don't need and, and that is where we miss it sometime you want to pray to God but in in your heart there's so much hatred and anger there's no way god will hear you. if anything the bible says you must even go and ask forgiveness or pray you know um uh, so god can, can forgive you ask god to give you that spirit of forgiveness so you are you're quick to forgive because it's not going to help you praying to god and then, uh, in you in the meantime you are harboring such a a, a grudge or, or 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 bitterness in your heart this is where you see, uh, many of God's children suffering by just not doing, you know, something that simple um, that really is intended to benefit and help them, and um, you know, um, 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 elevate them um, to to that level where they can experience God, you know, in a in a in a, um, at a different level. So it's very important for us to always, if, if you love, you, you're not going to steal from people. If you love, you're not going to you know do things with selfish um, 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 reasons, and ambitions, with arterial motives. Instead, when you love, you give. You look for an opportunity to give and do something good for somebody. And if each one of us, learn to give or do something for the next person it will not take us long before we end poverty before we eradicate inequality before we you know um, um eradicate unemployment and, and and people's lives now um you know are improved and we are a nation that is You know, in unity, and there's so much peace, you can can imagine what it would be like if we can cultivate such a habit. So, have such a mindset and be able to do things um, uh, that you're doing, genuinely so, uh, from out of love, do everything that you're doing because... You understand how important it is and that is what i believe will um bring about um, a change let me read romans 15 from verse number one he says we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak not and not to please ourselves Listen to this very carefully. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. Many families are destroyed because people are seeking to please themselves and only do things that they stand to benefit. last were you able to do something for your neighbor, a friend, a colleague, somebody you know, for their good. You deliberately do it because you know that it will benefit them. Not because you need anything or because you stand to gain. Build them up. Because that is where your prosperity is. When you have had as many people around you, you can be sure that you will prosper yourself in all that you do. As you water others, God continues watering you. You are taking care of God's people. He takes care of your own, so you don't struggle in this life. In verse 3, he says, for even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. may the god who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that christ jesus had says, may the god who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. Can you imagine what it would be like if we all have the same attitude of mind that Jesus Christ himself had? So that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says, accept one another. Not to these, we know all the same. We're not uh, we're not all from the same background. We we don't we don't think the same. It's not about you trying to change somebody to think the, the, the way you think. You can, you can never change a man. Only the word of God can change a man. So accept one another, have tolerance. Accept one another. Just as Christ accepted you. You don't need to be perfect. Nobody's that is where sometimes there's the challenge is people want to try and change themselves and their their behaviors and, and and think that they think that when they good enough, that's when God will accept them. No, God wants you as you are, come as you are. Doesn't matter which direction, where you come from, or how 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 many times you you may have failed or what you may have been through, as you are. And it is God who will change you. The Word of God will transform you from the inside out and you become a better man or a better woman. He says, "Ye yeah, accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed. And moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name. That is what we need to learn to do so that there there is progress, so that we are able to glorify God, sing praises unto Him, and be able to allow God to be the one who who is directing our lives. I'd like to end by reading to you Ephesians chapter number three, starting from verse number 14. It's a prayer for you. It says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being i pray that god will give you such strength and courage especially so during this time you'll be able to persevere in times of difficulties, the challenges you may be facing today. He says so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. It is my prayer that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you be rooted in Christ and be established in love. And you'll be able to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is the love of Christ. And to know his love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That is what you must desire as a Christian to be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. He says, now to him who's able to do immeasurable more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. It is my prayer that you continue to increase and to grow spiritually and otherwise financially you are growing numerically you are growing spiritually you are growing to reach that level of maturity that god continually reveals himself to you in a much greater measure all the time his answers to you are yes and amen in his presence there's fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore god delights in the prosperity of his servants and indeed lines are fallen to you in pleasant places you have a goodly heritage because you are a seed of abraham you are a seed of abraham joined us with christ in his kingdom and partakers of the divine nature of christ your thoughts are directed and inspired by his word god will bring about such a lasting change in your life today that you stay your mind on Him, you keep your gaze on Him, for indeed He's the an Author and Finisher of your faith. He says you keep in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on him. Let there be such a release in the realm of the spirit that prayers that you have been praying thus far that God has had and answered in each and every one of them. And there's such a sense of agency in the realm of the spirit that God will answer each and every single one of your prayers. You bring about a lasting change in your life, a lasting change and a lasting, a lasting legacy the hand of god is mighty upon you and in your home god will continually bless you you continue to speak the oracles of god under every circumstances you shall rise above the immediate challenges for he has not given you the spirit of fear or timidity but of power of love and of sound mind you have the power of god that is at work in your life you have a sound mind you're able to make such sound decisions and you are able to demonstrate the love and character of god to mankind you are perfect and complete and you shall lack nothing in this life god will continually bless you beyond measure he has blessed you to be a blessing he has blessed you to be a blessing and continue being a blessing to your generation to your nation to this generation you're in be that beacon of hope be that point of reference that which god has deposited in your spirit that you are able to speak the word of god in its entirety as is so that mankind not be able to hear that which god has desired from them may the spirit of god continue to speak by you because he has anointed you to preach that gospel be that man or that woman who stand in the gap for others Those who are in the darkness will come out of darkness into his marvelous life. Those who are in need, their needs are indeed met in Christ Jesus. Those who are discouraged and discontent and dejected, they will have hope in Christ Jesus. Be able to give them hope, be able to share with them that which God has done. For your testimonies will bring about changes in the lives of men, changes that are permanent and irreversible in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ we pray amen. amen thank you god bless you if you are listening to us and maybe you are not born again like to just make this short prayer with you so that you give your life to christ it is important that you give your life to christ you can then just say with me "O oh lord god I come to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Your word says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I believe in the word of God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I ask Jesus to come into my heart today to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I confess with my mouth that he is the Lord of my life. And I believe with my heart that he has died for my sins and God has raised him from the dead. I now receive remission of my sins. I now confess that I am a born again child. I now have Christ on the inside of me and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world in jesus mighty name we pray amen thank you we love you dearly and god bless you be that instrument in the hands of god be the one man or woman that god that you're able to was able to stand in the gate for others so that god can use you to be of influence bring about change in the lives of people thank you and have a great week